0: Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only
1: at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Hello and welcome to Just Talking. We're back. We are talking about Brownie Mary, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the troll... We got happy headlines. We got life updates. Katie is in a nice flowing dress because the weather is dress. getting... It's a dress. Skirt. It's a skirt. It's a Come skirt. On. The weather is getting Mister warmer. Mr.
2: I'm a fashion
1: designer. Let's dive in. Can't
2: even tell the difference between a skirt and a dress. Let's talk about
1: it. Anything shit. and everything.
2: Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Babe, right. you're a self-acclaimed no, no, we'll fashion about designer. About you wait, should wait, know these things. This. Men's only. No, that's not true. You make women's shirts.
1: Yeah. Begrudgingly. Because every woman I know tells me that they just buy men's shirts and uh, like a uh, small or a medium or whatever size they is. But now we're making women's shirts. Hello and welcome. We're back. We've been out, down and out. Actually, Katie, the last last year when I went to spring training was the end of talk. just talking. Like we, we took a break and then we never recovered. The season started. And then it wasn't until I think we moved into this house that we started doing it regularly again. We did a bunch of scattered episodes, so this is good that we bucked that cycle right away.
2: Wait, wait, wait. So, are when the when the season starts, are we gonna stop doing just talking?
1: No, I'd like to keep doing it every week.
2: Oh, you say that now, but you're a whole different brain when se- baseball season comes.
1: I think we can keep it up. Um, we're we're we lo- turned into
2: John Boy. that's that's
1: (laughs) you knew that you that was mean (laughs) uh there's
2: no more jimmy jimmy isn't here mrs torrance
1: that's not true and i'm gonna be localized last year we were in five different houses we were decided to uproot our whole lives we had a lot going on and i didn't know how to do what i was my job like last year and it was uh, i remember don't you remember how how, do you
2: think you know how to do your job better this year? Yeah, well, you're I think more prepared.
1: More prepared. I think we like Jake and I spent 2 hours on the phone like what are we going to do every day? Uh what's our schedule going to look like? What what content are we going to put on what forum, places things like that. Like last year, I had no idea. We didn't use the website last year, which is so stupid because that's where our store is. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Now you're ge- you're getting a, a a better grip on the reality of John Boy Media and what your career is now. So you're kind of reining it all in and getting it set up. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot of early work so that you're prepared and you're not rushing to get all this stuff done before.
1: Yeah, it'll still be chaotic, but I think it's going to be better. And Luke will be here over summer to help me out. So that's good. That's good. But last year, remember I kept telling you, like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything because I didn't have a place to sit from nine to five. Yeah. And this year I have that. Yeah, so now I, you've
2: got your office, your downstairs office. I think maybe you should move your office. I don't know. I don't know where I was going to say that.
1: Why? Why would I move where it?
2: I was gonna say. Just because it's downstairs. Like, if if I'm home, I feel like I have to tiptoe around the house while you're recording.
1: But I don't record all day.
2: You record at some pretty, like, prime hours. Some morning prime and television night. hours. Yeah,
1: morning and night. Yeah, that's true. Well,
2: <laughs> The only times I'm home. <laughs>
1: I'm looking at our schedule from this show. We did March 14th. We did Urban Legends. And then we didn't do another show until June 13th. Oh, wow. That's what I mean. So we we didn't do that this year. We're back. It's still March. And we're back. So that's good. And then we did all of June. One episode in July. And then once August came, we started doing it regularly again. Once we moved into this house. Yeah. So we got to keep it up. Yeah. There's, There's loyal Just Talking fans. Someone tweeted out uh nick buback actually that's his name he tweeted out you know my favorite podcast and it was all john boy media podcast so it was pretty cool oh, thanks nick nice. but i didn't have just talking on there and someone replied you're sleeping on just talking you have to audible respond sometimes
2: yeah i know i'm sorry yeah yeah okay yeah. now we gotta get our fan base up uh feels pretty pretty it's a little bit of a sting to know that someone likes all of your podcasts except for just talking. Maybe he's <laughs> never heard kidding. of it. <laughs> Cuz we only do one a month.
1: <laughs> no, we're going to go back to it.
2: Yeah. Um Jordan how are, how... Jordan, and I need to get back on track and like work out. We can My aunt Evelyn helped us come up with some really good name options that weren't taken. Do you want to hear some of them? Yes. Okay. Let me see if I can uh eh, maybe we'll go over this later because I have to go dig dig up the text message.
1: Do you have anything else going on? like I said the um, weather's nicer you're in a skirt
2: The weather is nice it's weird this is okay this is bizarre to me because I feel like I've adapted so well and acclimated so well to the weather here because in California a fifty degree day and sunny would have me in bundled up in shit like I'd be shivering. And now I can go outside in like my pajamas in 32 degree weather with it snowing and be totally fine. But then today or yesterday I felt it again, that whole weird, it was so sunny. There was barely a breeze and it was probably 40 degrees and I was freezing. I took Zimmer for a walk up the block and once we got up to the top of the block, I was like, I'm sorry, Zimmer. We got to come back. We got to like go back. i you're I'm saying so this. Cold.
1: I like that you're saying this because I went to Florida where it was 85 degrees and I came back here and I was like, oh, oh shit. God, I'm so cold. I my body got used to 80 degrees and you were like, blah, 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 blah. that's I not don't how, see it how that's
2: the same thing, though, and because see, you
1: just said it. <laughs> weather is the most relative thing. Yeah. The scientists that work in Antarctica wear T-shirts when it hits 20 degrees because they're used to sub zero. Yeah. Your body just acclimates.
2: But that doesn't make sense because it was like reverse acclimation because we got to f- we, the temperatures are rising and it's sunny. But my body's colder in that temperature range than it is in the 30s
1: oh, shouldn't i be
2: more shouldn't i be walking around in a tank top and shorts now
1: no but that does happen when it gets like when we get our first 50 degree big sun like on college campus you, people would go outside and act like it was july 4th just that one sporadic 50 degree <laughs> day on a college campus be like playing frisbee in the lawn girls yeah. would be getting quote unquote tans it Sun was not. It was always my favorite time in college when that the in the Northeast when the first fifty degree weekend came and people acted like it was Memorial Day weekend, but it was just you know a war a fifty degree weekend in March.
2: It, this weather is definitely getting me excited for gardening. I, I'm I'm I was just telling Jimmy today that come the next couple of weeks, if this weather persists, I have to go out and buy some gardening supplies because all mine are back in California. And I got to do what makes me happy, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, that's the turning of the seasons changes your mood. Like I'm sick of winter, but I'm so excited for spring and summer. Getting excited for something is better than when it happens. Like anticipating niceness is better than the niceness. It's the biggest with fall. The thought of fall. Is so much better than actual fall. Or you no. actually get maybe three days of actual fall where you're like outside, apple picking, enjoying that weather. The rest of you're just like inside or it's rainy. But the thought of fall, when the end of summer is coming and you get to think about fall, that's the best thing in the world. It's better than actually fall.
2: I, I, I have to disagree with you. I think fall is magical all the way through. Just because you're you're going through this transition state, fall is like the biggest transition state between, like it it really is just a a, a how do you how do you it's like the blending of summer and winter.
1: That's what it is. It's right in between. <laughs> so springs, shut up. <laughs> spring's the same way. Well, you've never experienced a spring. Through I've this, never
2: experienced it? spring because California is spring year round, and it is miserable because my allergies are insane. I mean, I, my doctor told me to start taking Zyrtec year-round when I was, like, 12.
1: Oh, I take Zyrtec every day.
2: Every day. But here, you don't need to do that. The changing
1: of the seasons is what I disliked about where we lived in California. You had a wet spring and then a, a long, long summer. Yeah. And here, it's like, yeah, the back end of the season suck, but you get so excited for it to change. It's just... There's always something to look forward to.
2: Right. Yeah. I I, I have not been Besides sick of... Besides the people that hate snow. I have not been sick of winter yet because our winter was so mild. I don't feel like I really got a good taste of it. And I also kind of miss... I miss California winters where we would go and spend a weekend in Tahoe.
1: Well, you can do that here. We just didn't. like. We could have went skiing with my Aunt Carol. And-
2: yeah. See, I missed out on that this this year. And that's something I really get it. I like doing I genuinely enjoy going up to the mountains and, and snowboarding. or.
1: That know, is different in California because the snow doesn't life. come to you. You make sure to go to the snow for a weekend.
2: Right. One, well, I grew up, I mean, Lisa, Lisa and Mike and Jess live in Truckee. So I grew up going to Truckee every winter, like, you know, a couple weekends here and there. Yeah. And just making sleigh ride paths. Or sledding paths and, oh, God. Yeah, I wanted magical. to go sledding
1: with the boys and stuff, but we didn't.
2: Yeah, it didn't really snow that, that much. So we would have had to go way out of our way to, to get to the snow.
1: Yeah. All right. You ready to go into our topics?
2: Really quickly, I want to talk about how sore I am.
1: Okay. I'm pretty sore, too, because I got a massage and the dude just beat up my pecs.
2: Yeah, that's a different kind of sore. That's a sore that no one feels sorry for. You got a massage.
1: It didn't feel good.
2: Well, why don't you tell him to lighten up?
1: No way. Then he'd be like, "Wow, you're a huge pussy."
2: I think I would sacrifice my pride and manhood over my over my relaxation. I mean, you're paying to nah, be there. It's to such be a weird,
1: such a weird thing. If it was a female masseuse, I would have been like, "Just, I just want to feel good today. Like, I just want to get a relaxing massage, you know." But with the male masseurs, they sit down. They're like, "What? Well, right, what are we working on today?" And I'm like, "Okay, fuck. Think of something. Think of something. I'm like, oh, my back sucks. I sit in a chair all day." And he was like, "What? How long?" I was like, "Well, from nine to nine a.m. to midnight. I basically sit in my chair." He's like, "That's that's not good." <laughs> I was like, "Well, there are ten minute spurts where I go drive Katie to work."
2: <laughs> you just get a different different type of chair. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyway, he was like, "Well, you're probably because you're hunched over. Your pecs are probably super tight. Let's try and loosen those up." And then he did like 30 minutes, just fucking like tearing apart my chest. It's still sore. He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Wow." He was like, "Wow." Your, Weird your that your pecs carry- are so tight.
2: I've never heard of anyone carrying tension in their pecs.
1: well He says because I sit like this, that they're always just bunched up and they're never stretched out.
2: Oh, I see. Zimmer's, Which, doing, Zimmer's doing something really cute right now.
1: Putting his head on your legs? Yeah. <laughs> he wants to feel you and get pet.
2: I know. I'm trying to pet him, but I can't. My I arms st- are so short.
1: I stole your thunder. Why are you sore? You wanted to tell people why you're sore.
2: Because I did my first workout in months after I, so I was doing the yoga every day and jogging as many days as I could, and then I threw my threw my back out, which always happens. And now I've decided to swear off jogging. I'm not going to do it anymore. I my surgeon told me I shouldn't, and I have ignored that suggestion since I had my surgery, and I've had 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 to go to the chiropractor or my spine doctor. So many times since then, and I swear it's because of jogging. So I'm not gonna jog anymore, or if I do, it'll only be light jogging, and it'll be, you know, once a, once every so often. But so it's it's been a few months since I was doing something active regularly, and then the other day I got my my loop bands, the like resistance loops, mm-hmm. out and I did a that. and did a routine. It was four exercises, and you had to do it four times. And I swear to God, it it took me 16 minutes, not even, to do this workout. And the rest of the day, my legs were jelly, couldn't walk straight. And then the next day, I go to work, and I'm hobbling around work like I've got a stick up my ass. And my customers... And you didn't, right? And I didn't. And my <laughs> customers, my regulars that come for bingo, were like, Katie, are you okay? And I was like... Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Why is she's you're walking kind of weird. I'm like, oh okay. You guys will like this? They're all in their like 50s, 60s. I thought they'd get a kick out of it. I was like, yeah, I worked out. They're like, oh god, okay. You make us feel pretty good.
1: <laughs> that's funny.
2: So yeah, I'm sore from one workout, one 15 minute workout. Still sore today. Two days later.
1: Two sore people coming coming at you on the pod.
2: That's just. I think that's the in, the real indication of spring from the standpoint of a lazy person is when you get the urge to work out and you're sore for weeks and then you don't work out again until you're not sore. <laughs> that's this that's the first sign of spring.
1: Yeah, it's the toughest part about working out. You're just constantly sore.
2: Yeah, but now it's we're getting ready for sunny weather. Everyone's gonna be in bathing suits and short and small clothes. That's what you think. So gotta what be gotta be fit, you know?
1: All right. Ready? Going into our main topics, I got two for you today. First one I think you're really going to enjoy if you don't know about her already. A woman who goes by br- went by Brownie Mary. Have you heard of her? Mm-mm. I'd be interested to hear if your parents have heard of her because she was a Bay Area she was a Bay Area activist in the 80s and 90s. She died in 1999. Brownie Mary She was born in, I don't know, Chicago or somewhere. She was very Catholic. She's name is Mary Jane. Born in Chicago, raised in Minnesota. She left all of that. She once fought back against a nun. She moved to San Francisco. She had a daughter who died getting hit by a drunk driver, which is terribly sad. Oh, wow. Moved back to San Francisco, and her claim to fame is she's basically the Florence Nightingale of medical marijuana. She would bake cannabis brownies and sneak them into hospitals and walk around and give them to AIDS patients and then cancer patients. Real
2: quick side note, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page that you had a link to and you know how it gives the tidbits of born, died, occupation. Under occupation, she has hospital volunteer, cannabis activist, baker, and waitress.
1: Yeah, she was a waitress before she started doing all this.
2: Nice. Gives me hope. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, but it's pretty cool. I guess she was like really, really monumental and instrumental into the medical marijuana because people refused to believe it was medicinal. And it is
2: so medicinal. It is. It is. If you believe in God, it's God's plant.
1: I mean, you don't have to believe in God. You can still know it's medicinal.
2: It's just how it has so many healing properties. Yeah, Jimmy. Wow, you're a real good example of of that mindset turnaround. You love weed now.
1: Well, it's basically, I didn't know how to turn my brain off for the longest time. And weed does that now.
2: Weed turns your brain off? Off, yeah. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, it's the opposite for you.
2: Yeah, it gets my brain going.
1: No, because I, I, I work from nine to twelve, and then we've talked about the. Text. You mean it
2: helps you unwind? It helps your brain to to stop making those lists and stop and stop working on overdrive. Like okay, if it's I an, it's if, an unwinding tool. It's like if
1: sleep. I work from nine to 12, midnight, and then from then I'm like, all right, I gotta lay in bed now and go to sleep, and I'll put on an episode of Cheers. As Cheers is playing, I'll be thinking, okay, what's tomorrow's to-do list? Right. What did I not get to today? Right. And I'll open up another window and start taking notes and writing notes down. When I smoke, I lay in bed and I simply just watch Cheers.
2: For me, it really depends on the strength. And I
1: laugh at Cheers.
2: That I'm... Yeah. It definitely, for me, it is also it helps me unwind from the day. It helps me relax and kind of you know melt into the chair and, and just let everything that happened in the day go. But there's also times when, like if I smoke to be productive, that's a thing. That's it, not a thing. It is definitely a thing. Ask anyone. My favorite thing to do, or that used used to do, I don't really do it anymore, is get a little bit high, do my deep cleaning of the house, make out all my lists, work out all my you know expenses. I mean, for me, it helps me so like I have generalized anxiety, so that means I've got lists in my head that don't make any sense and don't make any sense until I verbalize them or write them down. And sometimes it's so hard for me to even do that because I, I just can't get it from my brain to my hand, to the pa- pen to the paper. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But when I smoke, it slows all of that down. Yeah, so that I can I can really work through and process those lists in my head or those those, you know, mental barriers mm-hmm so i love weed
1: <laughs> <laughs> the only thing i've recorded while high is talking songs
2: yeah because it helps you you're talking about songs and well i'm not trying to be like punchy. Thoughts. like when it's
1: jake and i or you and i or me in six-pack cinema i wouldn't be able to be like quick thinking while right high. But talking songs... You
2: don't need to be... Do you know like talking thinking? songs
1: is picking up steam? I'm like, That's cool. I don't know what the numbers are.
2: Are you still doing it consistently?
1: Yeah. I, I record four in a sitting, and then I spread those out for two weeks, and then I record four in a sitting. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I've been getting... A lot of people are sending requests. I got like five requests recently, and this one guy found me on Twitter that doesn't follow me for anything else, I don't think, because he tweeted me, and he said, put your Twitter in your bio, please. Big fan of talking songs. Do, can you do this? And then he requested another one. And I looked up and he's not a Yankees fan. He didn't follow me. Oh, cool. So I think he just found it. Yeah. So recently, I'm talking songs I've done. I'm actually out now. No, I have one more. I have one more left. And then I need to record four more. I just did uh, Chatham County Line, Tallest Man on Earth.
2: I like Tallest Man on Noah Earth. And Noah on the Whale. I like Noah on the Whale. You know how I would do it now? I have
1: a wheel with 100 bands on there.
2: No, I didn't know that.
1: I have a wheel on a website, wheeldecide.com, and I have a 100 bands on there. And I just sit down, I turn the mic on, and I go, okay, let's spin the wheel. And I spin the wheel, and then it lands on an artist. And then I go, okay, I guess we're talking about Noah and the Whale today. And then I.
2: And then when you're done with that artist, do, do they get taken off the wheel?
1: Some do. So Chatham County Line got taken off the wheel because I said, this is, I can only talk, I only like two songs by this. So I yeah. talked about the two songs. Um, tallest man on earth they stayed on the wheel because i love he stayed on the wheel i love talisman i could talk about multiple songs Mm -hmm. so it all depends uh no and the whale off the wheel
2: um that sounds fun i gotta listen to this
1: well i don't know it's different because it's i don't have any it's the only one i do alone and i'm high during it so (laughs)
2: Pro- I think that's the best way to talk about music. You can really break things down and analyze them. And I just you don't go need into stories. Quick. You don't need usually, to be witty.
1: Like, this is, what I, this is what this song reminds me of. And then it's usually a story about yeah
2: you know, past. I mean, that's the power of music. My friend Anna, um, when she came to visit, she told me about something she does with her Spotify. She creates playlists for every month because she's always picking up new music, like you do. Mm-hmm. But she saves it. So if she finds a new song or if she finds a song that she. you know an old song she used to listen to a lot and listens to it during that month she'll save it to that playlist so then she can always go back to the months like say she just wants to pick a random playlist so she'll say february 2016 and she'll listen to all that music and it'll bring back all the memories of what she was doing that month and that year
1: oh yeah that's what i do so like
2: that's got to be good for just your memory in general. Your well, that's why memory. I have
1: a good memory because I kept a journal. I kept an active journal from 13 to 20. I have it somewhere. And I printed it all out. It's it's like a thousand pages. Jeez. Yeah. And then when you go back and you reread your journal, that's just memory testing. I also map my way through old towns. I do a bunch of stuff, which is why I have a good memory. I
2: think I need to be like, a I little bit more just, active I about... Know,
1: I don't just naturally have a really good memory. I do things. I enjoy doing them.
2: I have a very selective memory.
1: I think most people do.
2: Yeah. I don't have a good memory at all. Yeah. I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I can tell you, I can, I can, I don't even know. I, it's very specific about the things that I remember and they're very strange things and they always end up putting me in like an awkward position to be like, oh, you remember that time you did that thing and you were wearing that outfit and they're like, why would you, how do you remember that? That's really creepy, Katie. couldn't tell you.
1: I have memories of the first time I listened to a song. Like the next episode of Talking Songs I'm doing, it's Guy Clark. You know Guy Clark. Mm -hmm. Well, I wish I was in Austin. Austin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: I like that song. Yeah. So I did
1: that song. I did another song called My Favorite Picture of You. And this this is not anything anyone should remember. The first time I listened to the song, My Favorite Picture of You, I was w- at work. I put my headphones in because I had to go poop at the office and I went to uh, Spotify and it was like uh, recommended for you and I was Guy Clark and I put on my favorite picture of you and then while I was going to the bathroom, I listened to it and then I was like, whoa, I really like this song. I was really should not remember is, that, right? Was, but as soon as I hear it, I'm like, oh, I remember where I first heard this one.
2: I was really thinking it was going to be something like romantic or sweet.
1: No, it or me, me shitting. It was to
2: literally music. you sitting on the toilet taking a shit.
1: Mm-hmm. wow it's a really good song my favorite picture of you it's uh what's this it's probably out right now if you're listening to this no it's gonna be out tomorrow on Friday that's tomorrow right yeah, yeah tomorrow's so it's Friday out, so it's out today when you're listening to this alright well anyway Brownie Mary she got arrested three times Katie
2: for, for dealing pot
1: yeah uh, she got arrested one time they caught her in her house and she pled guilty and she got She had to do like uh, custom. What's it called when you have to do shit? There's brain farting on this term.
2: Describe the
1: what you get instead of paying your fine, you can do community service. I was Mm. saying, I was thinking customers, community. So she was like, okay, I'll do community service. I'm a fucking activist, it's the easiest thing in the world. And she worked with, she just did hours volunteering at like an AIDS clinic or whatever.
2: That's by giving them yeah. brownies,
1: <laughs> and then she was walking down San Francisco with a case full of brownies while she was on probation, and she walked past the very cops that arrested her the first time. They're like, "Hey, what's in that bag?" There was pot, and then she got arrested the third time, and they took her to court. It was like the U.S. verse Mary June Rathman is her last name or whatever it is, and basically there was all these groups that were trying to move medical marijuana, like make it a known thing to the U S and they had no idea how to get the general public to be on their side. And then here was this old lady. She wasn't even that old, but she looked old who got arrested for giving marijuana to AIDS patients and cancer patients as medicine. And she was like, there's an old lady who grew up, catholic and you know sweet old lady or she said she had the mouth of a sailor but anyway so they tapped into that they're like oh my god this is it this is how we tell everyone in the midwest and the east coast that this is a real thing it's actually medicinal so she became like the hero of that and it got such big backlash and they were able to argue that she was not cooking and selling and distributing marijuana for any profitable reason at all it was all charitable and to help people so that was like her lawyer's case and then they just dropped it. They're all right. We're not gonna Wow. So they dropped all the charges, even though they had like hard evidence that she was doing. This. Right. She was distributing marijuana, which was illegal. But right. the uproar in the movement was so big. Um so they dropped it and then what happened was they used this case. Hold on. They used this case. To decriminalize uh where is it? Let me find the correct wording. The board passed a resolution making the arrest of arrest or prosecution of people in possession of or growing medical cannabis the lowest priority. So basically decriminalized it. Yeah. It's still not allowed, but we're not gonna put any effort into getting these people in trouble. Right. Uh, the board recognized Rathman's volunteer work at the hospital by declaring August twenty fifth Brownie Mary Day.
2: That's five days after my birthday.
1: Yeah, and you love weed,
2: and I love weed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I never knew about this. That about her? She died in nineteen ninety nine, and uh, she got like all these awards. She uh, often appeared in public wearing polyester pantsuits. What's that mean? Just suits? What's polyester?
2: Uh, poly. Yeah, just pantsuits.
1: Yeah. That made me think it was something crazier, and then I, like, Googled polyester, and it was just a suit.
2: No, just a suit. So just she wore like, pantsuits. Okay. Not, not a wool suit. You know how in the 70s wool suits were, like, a big thing. And
1: the... she was said to have the mouth of a sailor. So that's cool. She survived colon cancer and walked with an artificial knee. She died wow. in 1999. There's a big vigil for her. What would she die of? Rathburn suffered from chronic obstructive pulmonary disease oh, and hard. osteoarthritis. Oh. But uh.
2: So the weed didn't help with that then.
1: She self-medicated by consuming half a cannabis. I have ed- I can't do edibles.
2: <laughs> I can't do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Honestly, she. did it. She was. She was Brownie up. Mary. You think she, she
2: can't? Was? I can't have an ed- I can't do edibles. <laughs> I can't do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. They just She did it. She was she was brownie it. Mary. You think she, she was wasn't eating Mad. edibles? Yes. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> That's a great point, Jimmy. Excellent point, yes. All right. Cool. New uh, new hero. This would have been a good episode for um, International Women's Day.
1: Well, we didn't have an episode then, so this is our International Women's Day. Yeah, episode.
2: there you go. A little delayed.
1: I also read something else interesting. Oh, let me do the let me do a little slide whistle. <laughs> new topic. Do you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is funny and a troll? No. I didn't
2: know that.
1: I, this is a, I just go through the most interesting thing on Reddit last month. and I, so uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger faked interest in the movie Stop or My Mom Will Shoot You to trick Sylvester Stallone into starring in it. <laughs> Wait, Stallone later called the movie maybe one of the worst films in the entire solar system, including whatever aliens are producing that we've never seen. So there was a big rivalry between them because they were the biggest action stars. Yeah. So this is what someone asked Arnold Schwarzenegger about this. Like, is this true? Because it was a big myth in Hollywood forever. And his reply was, true. I read the script. It was so bad. You know, I've also done some movies that went right in the toilet, right? That were bad. But this was really bad. So I went in. This was during our war. Him and Stallone. And I said to myself, I'm going to leak out that I have tremendous interest. I know the way it works in Hollywood. I would then ask for a lot of money. So then they'd say, let's go give it to Sly. Maybe we can get it get it from him for cheaper. So they told Sly, Schwarzenegger's interested. Here's the press clippings. He's talked about that. If you want to grab that one away from him, this is available. And he went for it. He totally went for it. A week later, <laughs> I heard about it. Sly is singing now to do this movie. And I said... Pumped his fist. Yes. (laughs) Isn't that funny?
2: That's pretty incredible. And also kind of like, I know that can be really uh, bad for uh, the career of an actor, but that's like kind of harmless and wholesome at the same time. (laughs) Like that's his way of. Oh, I mean, of you got, God, pulling he got over. An, he didn't
1: do anything. To me, he's just playing. Everyone's playing the game. Yeah, Sly could have read the script and said, "What? Why is Arnold doing this?" Is I'll Sly, let him.
2: Is Sly a nickname for Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, I'd never, I've never heard that.
1: Oh, yeah, this is a nickname for Sylvester. Mm. He could have read the script and said, "This is garbage. Arnold's doing this. I'll let Arnold do
2: it." Yeah, that so. would have been the smart yeah. <laughs> response. So not, it is
1: harmless. Like Sly still did it to himself. And then on this thread, people were just talking about other times Arnold had trolled people like this. Mm-hmm. And this story was in Rolling Stone in 1978. So Arnold, oh, wow. was, this is when he was king of bodybuilding and whatever. He like reinvented the game and all that shit. So he tells this story about a guy came in and said he wanted to learn a new technique in posing, like doing all the muscle poses. Yeah. The old ones he'd already perfected. So I had him pose for me, and the guy looked like an idiot. So I said, okay, if you think you're a good poser now, I'm going to make you so much better and make, you look, and, and make him look like a bigger idiot. <laughs> so I told the guy, the new system in posing is to scream while you're posing. <laughs> and he said, how does it work? And I said, it's obviously a secret. It's from America. Whoever does it first in Europe will obviously be the winner of many contests. He got oiled up, a big mess. And I said, the lower your hands are in the pose, the lower your voice have to scream. And the higher your hands are, the higher you have to scream. (laughs) And he growls. Oh, okay. That guy said, that sounds kind of impressive. That really will let people know you're up there. So I trained the guy for two days, and a week later was the Mr. Munich contest. And I told him that he should swear not to tell anybody because I was afraid somebody would tell him, you're stupid, don't do this. He continues. Um, so he promises, and the Mr. Munich contest comes around. I told him that he should run out with a loud scream, and he ran out dripping in oil and started screaming, "Oh, with, <laughs> with weird eyes. They pulled him off stage and drove him away. they they took it so seriously he kept screaming Arnold help they don't understand me he came back a week later and said what happened Arnold and I said they weren't educated enough (laughs) then Arnold said I only do that when a guy's really an asshole if somebody comes to me and says Arnold I really need help I will take the time and sit down with the guy and put him on the program that definitely help but if someone comes to me and says I have the best routine and as a matter of fact I'm stronger than you are and I have bigger arms than you but I want to be much bigger how do I do it? Then I'm gonna fuck with him.
2: Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, it seems like the right thing to do. They
1: didn't know he was a professional troll.
2: Do you think the the guy that got trolled in that in that scenario uh, did that bring him any humility?
1: Um,
2: or do you think he's still a big asshole?
1: Still a big asshole. Mm. He holds. He puts a chip on his shoulder and just says Arnold's the asshole.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He kind of was. He kind of was. <laughs> That's hilarious though. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's funny.
1: Stallone in quotes about the movie. Don't shoot or, uh, or whatever. I'll get my mom on you. I forget what it's called. <laughs> Stallone said, this is his full quote. Maybe one of the worst films in the entire, the entire solar system, including alien productions we've never seen. A flatworm could write a better script. In some countries, China I believe, they run the movie once a week on government television and it's lowered the birth rate to zero. If they ran it twice a week, I believe twenty years China would be extinct. <laughs> <laughs> he said that about a movie he started.
2: Oh it's boy! the same
1: guy that wrote Blank Check, which is a masterpiece. What's blank? You never seen Blank Check? No, You're probably I think too so. young.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Kid gets a blank check, writes writes out like a million bajillion dollars, and buys himself a mansion and lives it as a kid. Gets himself a butler. Hmm. Then like Who's falls in-, in love with a thirty year old. It's kind of creepy.
2: Wait, that sounds like. That sounds like big to me.
1: No, big is when he's a little kid and becomes a... It's it's a similar. A grown man, yeah. It's similar, but he doesn't become no. a grown man. He's just a little kid.
2: Got it. Okay.
1: Just very rich. All right. He moves out of his pants. All right, let's move on to Katie's Happy Headlines.
2: Jimmy's just in the corner panting now. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Your face is very red. Always. (laughs) Redder than usual. All right. First on Katie's Happy Headlines In the last five years, Kenya's poaching rates have dropped by 85% for rhinos and 78% for elephants. That's great news. That means there's hope for humanity. Okay, (laughs) I guess you're not as excited about this as I am.
1: I don't care about animals as much as you.
2: That's, yeah, real character flaw of yours. New Jersey teen overcomes homelessness and is accepted into 17 colleges.
1: What colleges?
2: It's just headlines only, so that doesn't matter. Good Samaritan, who saved women from machete attack, named finalist for National Bravery Award.
1: That's cool. How'd they overcome it?
2: I, what do you mean overcome it?
1: Like how they? How do you get attacked by a machete and win?
2: No, you. Okay. Do you want me to read it again to read you? Read it again. Yeah. Are you Are you paying attention? Yes. This time? Yes. Yes. Good Samaritan who saved woman from machete attack named finalist for National Bravery Award. So
1: still same question. How did they save the woman from a machete attack?
2: You no, you you heard it as if he was attacked. Yeah, but I
1: still have the same question. What they do. Did they just shoot him? It's
2: headlines only. I don't know. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) But imagine them. I mean, how often do machete attacks happen?
1: Depends uh, in some regions. I think like super quick. The Amazon, I'm thinking it's just machete attack a day. (laughs) <laughs> but we're talking about we're ta- we, we talking about machete attacks on humans <laughs> yeah. okay because machete attacks on like <laughs> branches and trees
2: <laughs> oh you're funny disabled animals given new lease of life at Israel Sanctuary and the image for this one was just a a pig with one eye one eyed pig? A one eyed pig, and it was so that used to be my sweet nickname. and heartbreaking. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get that one?
1: I <laughs> uh, didn't.
2: <laughs> you just gave it to yourself just yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Robert returns money after checking woman's bank balance. Okay, so this one is super relatable <laughs> because every time I go into the bank to deposit, I'm a waitress, so I carry like few hundred dollars in cash on me and most Ooh. most times and when I go to deposit it's like a big sum of money and I get so and I go to the ATM I don't go into the bank and I get really really nervous like I'm super paranoid I'm always looking around me making sure there's no one coming at sneaking up behind me but then I think like whoever the the robber is whoever decides to rob me one day I'm just gonna say hey man can you just take a look at my bank account maybe you'll have a little sympathy for me a little empathy because <laughs> I'm dead broke I need
1: this. Yeah. Well, it's nice to know that some robbers would.
2: Yeah. I think they did a sketch. O- that was a sketch on Broad City. It was, um. what's his name? What's that actor's name? David. No, not David. Um. The one with the bug- buggy eyes. Big lips. Skinny white guy. Old. He's older now. I don't know. Ah, shit. Anyways, he played a bank uh, a robber. And he he robbed. Anyways, yeah. That literally happened in a uh-huh. show.
1: Cool. So this is this the end of Happy Endlines? So that was
2: it. That was all of it. Hey, I didn't make a single reading mistake.
1: You wrote them in your own handwriting. That's why.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but, I got to write things out before I read them. I think that really helps with the the process.
1: Yeah. All right. Now up. Indulgencer. Before you disperse, sir, I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment. I don't... I don't have... What the fuck? Um... I don't have many indulgences right now. I've just been trying to crush cheers before Yankees season starts. Um, so I don't have much. And the only other things I've watched are for six pack cinema podcast that we're gonna review. But there's a lot of thing there's a lot of things I want to watch really badly. Happen, Leonard, the documentary about the losers, a lot of stuff. Katie, give us five seconds of your indulgences and then we'll end the podcast since you're squirming and have to pee really bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, right now, I so I just finished Queen Sugar. It's been like five months since I started that book. Um, it was good. I like the end of it. Kind of depressing. Now I'm on to a book called The Tuscan Child, and I'm about 20 pages in, and so far I really like it. It's a, a post-World War II um, family mystery.
1: The cover of that book looks good. Like every time I see it lying around the house, I'm like, that that's a good cover, but I don't... I don't want to read it. No, I got I too many books I got to read already.
2: Yeah, yours are all history books. You nerd.
1: You nerd. How is that more nerdy than they're all just stories? Mine are just happen to be true.
2: But yours aren't. Yours aren't laid out in like a, a clever narrative. It's just what happened.
1: I guess you are someone who's never read a history book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll give you...
2: <laughs> Correct. I've never read it. I hate history. <laughs> I'll
1: give you Dodge City right now. It's about Wyatt Earp and Bat Masterson taming Dodge City, and it is written.
2: Have this... you finished it?
1: No, I'm uh, halfway through.
2: I do like. I do like old western. It's stories. Written,
1: It's written very much like a narrative. Okay. But it I'll just happens it. to be true.
2: Yeah, I'll read that. Okay. After my other books, I have to read.
1: Yeah, I got a bunch over there. <laughs> got one about Meriwether Lewis and uh, Clark. And Wild Bill Hickok. I love, wild the, Bill I love the Wild West. I'm really hooked on it right now. Let's then watch
2: I'm, a Western soon.
1: Okay. Sounds good. All right. That's the end of this show. I'm going to play the song Paul by Big Thief. Or have I used I, that already?
2: I think you have used that already. Damn
1: it. I think I have two now that we said it. Hmm. Do you have a song? I had a song I, yesterday. So Oh, so we have a new website. If you go to justtalkingpodcast.com, it should take you there. If it doesn't, because it's not set up correctly yet, just go to johnboymedia.com, and from there, you can see all the shows that I do and I help produce. Go check it out, johnboymedia.com. You can go to the section of Just Talking, and I think I'm going to try and put like links to the Brownie Mary pictures and stuff like that. There's um, a shirt, if anyone wants a Just Talking shirt, and and oh, what I was saying is like for Talking Songs, I heard a song yesterday and i just wrote about it like i wrote a i'm gonna start writing just blogs more do you have a song you want to play yes what is this it one was sent
2: to me by justine i don't think you'll like it but i like what, it what is it
1: i have to play it not you
2: oh, okay it's called loving is easy by rex orange county benny sings
1: okay the cover art sucks so here we go thank you guys for listening we will be with you next week we hope try your hardest do your best
2: don't hold your pee for hours on end. You get
1: a urinary tract infection. <laughs>
2: yeah. Bye. The
1: strategy, to be honest, is try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest, do your best.